Hello and welcome back to the Style Stories podcast. I'm your host, personal stylist Lisa Gilby, and this is a podcast all about style, image and fashion for those of us over 40. Hello, it's Friday. It is the 10th of December. We are hurtling towards Christmas. And today I thought I would record an episode all about fashion imposter syndrome and the reason I've picked this subject is because it was almost exactly a year ago to the day that I recorded an episode all about fashion imposter syndrome which I'm going to explain to you in the main part of the show exactly a year ago today so I thought I will talk about it because it's about not feeling confident enough to dress up and Christmas time is when we do dress up and people tend to go a bit more outside their comfort zone, get the sparkles on, get the dresses on and dress with a bit more confidence. And I just wish that people had that confidence all year round, but people do tend to beige themselves down. I'm gonna dive into that in a few minutes. First of all, just a couple of things. I had the great news yesterday that this podcast is in the top 5% in the world, which is absolutely amazing. I'm so delighted, I can't tell you. I love recording these podcasts. I've been doing lots of podcasts on my own lately. Next year, I'm going to be lining up a few guests. And actually, I have got a guest next week, a local personal stylist. She's a stylist for men. And we're going to be rounding up the year and talking about top trends that have happened and what we see happening with wardrobes and how people are going to be dressing at work and that kind of thing. And main problems that we've come across during the year helping people with their wardrobes and how we've solved them it's going to be festive we're going to have a few drinks we're going to have some fun christmas music and that's going to be recorded next week so look out for that but it's just so amazing that i've i'm in the top five percent it's just so wow if you are enjoying this podcast please 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 do take a second to subscribe and leave me a review because that's what really helps me to get up the charts so I can keep recording these episodes. Okay, so into the main part of the show, which is fashion imposter syndrome. Now, this is something that Harvard Business School recognized as a thing. Now, actual fashion imposter syndrome is when you buy something designer and then you're too embarrassed to actually wear it. So say if you had the money to buy a designer bag, like a Chanel, one of the classic Chanel handbags or a Gucci handbag, something like that. And then when you take it out with you, you feel like you're not worthy of it. So it's a feeling of not being worthy of nice things. And it is incredibly, incredibly common. It's so, so common. And this is the thing, you know, the insecurities, I talk about this on the podcast all the time, but the insecurities that we have when it comes to our image are just, they're on a human level. And it's really common, you know, you'd be surprised at the people who seem super confident that actually have these same thoughts. So it's a feeling of being a fraud and like you don't deserve to have that nice thing or that you are showy, you're showing off somehow. And that is on a human level because we all want to be part of a pack. We're pack animals. We want to connect. A really important part of being human is feeling like you are connected. So it's that inherent urge that we've all got as human beings to fit in and to blend in. And the blending in thing is, you know, you don't want to walk into a room and be wearing something so outlandish that everyone turns around. Oh, she's here. 
you know, look at that show off. You know, we want to look nice, but we don't look like we're showing off. So this comes out in the fashion imposter syndrome. But the result of it is that you end up beiging yourself down. Beiging yourself down is wearing safe clothes, going into a comfort zone and not being able to break out of that comfort zone. Buying the same styles of clothes and the same plainish clothes for years. Obviously, you need to be practical when you've got young kids. If you have a certain job where you need to wear flat shoes like I do, I could never wear heels. I do 14,000 steps a day when I'm shopping with a client. So, you know, I would have a really bad back if I wore heels. So obviously you have things like that to consider. But if your entire wardrobe is practical, perhaps you need to introduce some more sparkle and some more statement pieces. So this is why I just think it's a great topic for this time of year when we are rolling out the sparkles and we're getting the sequence on. You know, we've all heard of imposter syndrome, but fashion imposter syndrome is slightly different. So imposter syndrome, I think literally every single human being on the planet has suffered from this, apart from maybe the people who have delusions of grandeur that tend to go into politics, that kind of thing. So we do have certain anomalies there, but, you know, most of us do feel that imposter syndrome at some point and worry about what others are thinking and don't feel confident and we have a wobble. Even Maya Angelou, who's written 11 books, she's had won so many accolades. Apparently she always had a nagging doubt that she didn't deserve to be, she didn't deserve a seat at that table, even though she'd proved herself time and time and time again, she was an exceptional person. Albert Einstein as well used to call himself an involuntary swindler. Now, these are people who have made a huge mark on humanity, on our lives, and even they suffer from imposter syndrome. So, you know, this podcast is all about fashion and fashion should be fun. It's fashion, style and image. Fashion should give you joy. It shouldn't make you freeze when you go in a shop and panic and come out empty handed, feeling disappointed. It shouldn't make you walk into a party and feel like you're the worst dressed person there. And it shouldn't drag down your confidence, you know, it, but it does. It has that power. The point is clothes have the power because they're you without words. It's a way of communicating yourself. It's also a tool. It's a tool to get you places. So if you can give yourself a leg up in life, when this comes into place in the workplace, then why wouldn't you? You can use clothes as a tool for success. So you've heard of the saying, dress the part, dress for success. That still carries weight now, even post pandemic, when we're all dressing in a much more casual, casual way. Now, if you want to listen to the whole episode I recorded with Teresa a year ago, it was on the 11th of December 2020. So you can search back and listen to that whole episode. I'm going to play a bit of an excerpt from it in a few minutes um, because it's really interesting. And Teresa talks about how she went from being a redhead to one day just thinking, I just want to go gray and be my authentic self and cropped all her hair off and went completely gray just in one hit. Her children were quite shocked at the time and then they got used to it really quickly and she felt really, really confident. So image is, is really, really important. Dressing up helps you to feel confident because you know, it just improves your own perception of yourself, improves your confidence and your self-esteem, and it can influence others' perception of you as well. So that's what I mean when I talk about using your clothes as a tool for success. I used to work at Coots Bank many, many years ago, 
Coots Bank in England is the Queen's Bank. The Queen Bank's there. And traditionally, people who work there are, there's quite a lot of upper class people that work there. There's lots of double barreled surnames. A lot of them wear the family crest signet ring. You know, as you can probably hear, I've got an Essex accent and I felt a bit out of place when I worked there. I mean, I was literally the Essex lilt girl, the girl with the Essex accent and everyone else was double barreled and super posh. And all my clients were incredibly high net worth individuals as well. And the way that I got around it was to dress in a really polished way. So I was probably one of the best dressed people there and it helped me if I may say so myself, but I consciously did it. I consciously invested some money, even though I didn't have that much money at the time because I was really young, this was years ago. I invested the money on buying, you know, a really slick suit. I mean, you wouldn't wear that now, but then, and it did the job. It just boosted my confidence. And it's, you know, it really can be empowering. It can really give you a leg up in life. And I feel that that made me look confident and people reacted to me differently and all those sorts of things. So back to fashion imposter syndrome, Harvard Business School are the ones who came up with this concept that it's a real thing and why people tend to not wear nice things when they go out and save things for best. So do you do that? Do you have things in your wardrobe that you think, oh, I'll save that for best and you're not actually wearing it? It's actually a false economy because you're not getting the cost per wear from it. You could be wearing it and there are different ways you can wear things now. So you know, you can wear a sequin skirt in the day, whereas maybe 10, 15 years ago, that wouldn't have been done. You would only wear that kind of thing at night. But you can wear it dressed down with a jumper and with some boots or with some trainers. So to get out of your comfort zone, if you push yourself out of your comfort zone, that's what I really want to encourage here. You will, It's the only way you'll surprise yourself. It's the only way that you'll break out of any star ruts reaching for the comfortable jeans, reaching for the converse, reaching for the easy things every single day. Just give it a try over Christmas. Wear the sequin things, the sparkle, and see how you feel. I guarantee it will lift your spirits, lift your mood. Now, the thing is, the choice in the shops is overwhelming. So how do you know what, what to wear? Well, I've, on this podcast, many times talked about the template that I have to help, which is the three pillars of style. So three pillars of style, I've got in a course, and I'm going to put the link to my course underneath the style note, underneath these notes, style notes, podcast notes, show notes. And I'm still selling it for £27. It's normally £49. But if you click the link today as a Christmas gift to you, you can grab that mini course for £27 and that talks you through the three things you need to know to get a fantastic wardrobe. So you've got a template so you're not completely overwhelmed by all the choice in the shops and you can start to build a fantastic capsule wardrobe that really works for you as an individual and the unique individual that you are. So before I finish off what I'm saying about fashion imposter syndrome and Christmas outfits, I'm just going to play you a bit of the episode I recorded almost a year ago, all about fashion imposter syndrome with Teresa Claysner, who is my friend and a mindset coach. And she's absolutely brilliant. Have a listen to this. I often feel overdressed. And we talked about that thing about dressing yourself sort of down. It's like, it's like basically just dulling yourself down. I'm on a mission to get people to break out of that. And to change, you know, 
and just I do dress up Saturday so every Saturday I'll I notice yeah no I I love that and funnily enough you know now we've been working at home for such a such a long time it's so easy to get into that mindset of oh I'm just at home and wearing your casual clothes and you know do you know what since since lockdown I have never worn so much makeup in my life I and I think that's because I'm sitting in front of a screen and maybe I'm just noticing my face more than I ever have done but now mm -hmm. I kind of regularly look I've got full eye look full oh, that, eye looks, look. that looks really nice and do you know what it matches your wallpaper <laughs> yeah yeah, well, Teresa's <laughs> really cool. She's got some wallpaper with fish on it, which is really cool wallpaper with like flowers and fish, which is green and pink. And she's wearing a green jumper with pink eyeshadow. It's like all completely coordinated. Well, the wallpaper is actually the same as what we're saying about clothes, because I just in lockdown, I was in this room a lot and I thought, God, this room, I was, I was up to my ears in boxes. And I thought I need to be in an environment that lifts me up and that I feel really, you know, that I love. Actually, I wanted to be in a space that I loved. So the wallpaper is that I because um, it's behind me but obviously I can see it on the screen in front of me and I just every time I look at it I think I bloody love that and you know that's all I want for my life is actually to I bloody love this what I'm doing so the wallpaper has that effect on me and it's the same as we're saying about clothes and I think why I'm wearing makeup more because I just want to feel you know seeing as I'm looking at myself most of the day I just want to feel great you know, yeah, it helps well, me deliver a better message. About the power of breaking out of star ruts, not being safe, not just wearing the same old stuff that you've worn for years. You know, have you even looked in your wardrobe lately and have you got stuff in there that's 10 years old that is now out of date, you know, out of fashion? I'm not saying you need to be a fashionista by any stretch of the imagination, but just get a few new things and it peps you up doesn't it and helps with the confidence yeah well I mean that's an interesting question I'm like, yeah Lisa you know my you know I've always thought oh Christ I can't have Lisa come and look in my wardrobe I do have those things that are 10 years old but do you know what I tend to buy the way I shop is I buy stuff that brings me joy that lights me up and generally if I'm going to buy something I know I'm going to have it for a long time because it's probably not I don't know whatever I just think fashion is a cyclical thing it goes around it sort of serves the industry as a whole but not the individual necessarily because fashion kind of comes and goes and what might be you might not you might have a lovely pink jumper one season and then not be able to wear it the next because it's not fashionable and that limits you and I'm not into being limited so that you might call that a, a, a style rut I don't know but for me it's uh, but you also talk don't you about buying buying really gorgeous pieces that you're going to have for a, for a while and then you kind of ex you know you buy the the cheaper stuff you know around that yeah you can have like one jacket that what basically i've got like one going out outfit practically because i hardly ever go out you know obviously not i forget covid i mean pre before covid going to the pub was quite rare and that's all the place i would only go to a restaurant or to the pub i mean i don't go to any flash parties or anything so I, I had one leather skirt mini skirt a line skirt from whistle yeah. and that is by far the most worn piece in my wardrobe i've got so much cost per wear it's it's but it's about that's what it's about identifying the things that fit your lifestyle 
and that you're going to be able to wear again and again so you get good cost per wear spending a bit more on less basically and having okay. less, not fast fashion or any of that but mixing okay. a few cheaper bits in and that was the lovely Teresa and her thoughts on fashion imposter syndrome and Teresa actually helps me run my course my main signature course how to find your personal style which I'm running again in January and she does the mindset section because this is what holds us back messages that we get from other people and the most important thing that I want to talk about is just you know when we ran this course before we ran the course before lockdown people don't give themselves permission to wear nice things they feel like this imposter they feel like they're a show-off and it really really holds you back and it holds your confidence back and you could be looking far more fabulous and looking back on life thinking oh i look great then you know when you're an old lady in your 80s or whatever you can look back and just think that you've made the best of it and you had a really good time doing it because you deserve to look nice so you know the real message is that don't dress badly because everyone else does to blend in you know start to stop stop beiging yourself down look back and be proud enjoy fashion because fashion is one of the things in life that is fun and joyful something that can empower us make us feel good when we go to a party it can really highlight you know make you feel great that night something to look back on all those sorts of things there's nothing frivolous about it so just you know I think I did a episode actually on Christmas party outfits, but I'm just going to really quickly run through my favorite Christmas party outfits. You can listen to the whole episode about it. If you look back, I think it was two episodes ago, but I love a sequin skirt with a jumper with like a cashmere jumper. So maybe cream or ivory with a gold sequin skirt or a silver sequin skirt or, you know, whatever color black sequins are really cool and very, very slimming just worn with some tights and some, heeled ankle boots or you can wear long boots under that if you want or some shoes if you're more of a shoe person that's just a really easy festive outfit i really really love that if you'd like to see some of the things that i'm suggesting here you come over to my facebook group which is called style power with lisa gilby join there and i put all my styled boards on there and you can literally just click and shop from there and see all my choices that are in the shops now i've also got pinterest Lisa Gilby style consultancy and I did do a Christmas party outfit edit on there so you can go and look at that and also my blog as well so lisagilbystyle.com my website if you look on there and you can see my blog I've got lots of ideas but the sequin skirt with a jumper is really easy also super easy this has got to be the easiest is you know still wear your jeans I'd say go for skinny black jeans because they're smarter all the fashionistas are saying skinny jeans aren't in at the moment, but if they suit you, wear them. Particularly if you're apple shape, they look great. If, you know, they look really good on apple shape, high-waisted skinny black jeans with a sequined jacket. So just wear, just grab a sequin blazer. There are lots of them in Zara. Throw that on. You could even wear a t-shirt underneath and voila, you're done. And with some heeled ankle boots, that is such an incredibly easy, festive outfit that's going to make you feel comfortable because I know people like to dress in a practical comfortable way it's another reason why people tend to beige themselves down and stay within the comfort zone practicality you know we all have a practical side to our brains and you know this is why people think some people think that you know wearing nice clothes is a frivolous pursuit but it really really isn't 
there's nothing frivolous about joy and self-care and looking after yourself and feeling confident. There can't be anything frivolous about that. So please do wear the sparkles. Have an absolutely wonderful Christmas. Grab my course, which is the link is in the show notes just down here. Come and join me in my Facebook group and I'll see you next week for a festive episode of the Style Stories podcast. See you next time. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. And this is just a friendly nudge to ask you to subscribe and leave me a review to help me get up the charts. I'd be so grateful. See you next time. Bye.